of these things was Carter worn by the priest's nest and Kamanta in the cover of flame, but still he resolved to find the gods on Okadat in the cold waste, wherever that might be, and to win from them the sight and remembrance and shelter of the marvelous sunset seat. He knew that his journey would be the strange and long, and that the great ones would be against it. But being old in the land of dream, he counted on many useful memories and devices to aid him. So asking a farewell blessing of the priests and thanking shrewdly on his course, he boldly descended the 700 steps to the gate of deeper slumber and set out through the encanted wood. In the tunnels of that twisted, twisted wood, whose low prodigious oaks twine, grouping bouts, and shining with the phosphorescence of strange fungi, dwell the furtivity and secretive zogs, with whom many obscure secrets of dream world and a few of the waking world, since the wood at two places touches the lands of men, though it would be disastrous to say where. Certain explained rumors, events, and vanishments occur among men, where the Zogs have access, and it is events well that they cannot travel far outside the world of dream. But over the near parts of the dream world, they pass freely, fleeting, small and brown and unsee, and bearing back piquant tales of beguile the hours around their hearts in the forest they love. Most of them live in bowers, but some inhabit the trucks of the great trees. And although they live mostly on fungi, it is muttery that they have also a slight taste of meat, either physical or spiritual, for certainly many dreamers have entered that wood who have not come out. Carter, however, had no fear. For he was an old dreamer and had learned their fluttering language and made many a treat with them, having found through their help the splendid city of Selevos in Newton again beyond the Tenor's Hills, where reigns half the year the great King Corinus, a man he had known by another name in life. Corinus was the one soul who had been to the star gulfs and return free from madness. Treading down the low phosphorescent airs between those gigantic trunks, Carter made fluttering sounds in the manner of Zogs, and listened now and then for responses. He remembered one particular village of the creatures near the center of the wood, where a circle of great mossy stones in what was once a clearing tales of older and more terrible dwellers long forgotten, and toward this spot he hastened. He traced his way by the grotesque fungi, which always sings, which always seem better nourished as one approaches the dread circle where elder beings danced and sacrificed. 
Finally, the greater light of those thicker fungi reveal a sinister green and gray vestness pushing up through the roof of the forest and out of sight. This was the nearest of a great ring of stone, and Carter knew he was close to the Zog village. Renewing his fluttering sound, he waited patiently and was at length rewarded by the impression of many eyes watching him. It was the Zogs, for one sings their weird eyes long before one can discern their small, slippery brown outlines.